0: podcast
1: mr Baroni. how we doing mr lewis
0: i'm doing well i've finally recovered from the fact that the nba finals was over in a week i'm out of that depression now yes eight days quick and easy eight days so we're going to talk about just a little bit of the upcoming nba draft and i wanted to ask you right off the bat who are your top
1: five prospects coming into this draft mr barone Top five prospects. Man, putting me on the spot nice and early, right off the bat. I like it. We're 30 seconds in. I put you on the spot already, Drew. I like it. I like it. Uh, We'll go with uh, DeAndre Ayton, number one. Uh, He's a freak athlete. He can play the four or the five. He can also dribble the ball pretty well. I think he's a clear-cut first pick. Um, He's number one. I'll say Marvin Bagley, Jaron Jackson, two and three. Uh, You know, big-time schools, big-time forwards. They'll probably go in the top five. Um, I'll go a little bit outside, or I guess I'll go chalk number four. I'll go Mo Bamba, you know, big kid from Texas, uh, someone that you're probably familiar with, you know, living in Texas. And then my number five prospect, I'm going to say a tie between Michael Porter Jr. and Kevin Knox.
0: Nice. I like that, Drew. I like that. I actually. You like that? One of the other questions I was going to ask you later was someone that I think no one is talking about, and my answer for that actually is Kevin Knox out of Kentucky. Nobody's, nobody's really talking about him, but I think based on what I saw in the tournament, he is a complete scorer, and if you put him in the right situation, I feel like he, he's got potential to be the Donovan Mitchell
1: or Kyle Kuzma of this upcoming draft. I totally agree. I mean, Kentucky basketball has almost become synonymous with uh, uh, Bama football. Where, like, you know, if you have, like, a pick in the 5 to, like, 10 range and you're not really sure of, like, who to take, take a flyer on a kid from Kentucky because chances are Calipari coached him up up well and and he could be a stud. So I'm with you on the Kevin Knox bandwagon for sure.
0: And then the other thing that was going to be a question was this entire draft, I think, is completely dependent on Michael Porter Jr. because nobody knows what the deal is with his back. I mean, at this time last year, if you asked pro scouts, they'd say – He's the number one guy in the class, and it's no question. Yep. So I think this entire draft is based off of when Michael Porter Jr. gets picked. So you think
1: he's going to go top five, or you think people are just too worried about his back? I mean, I think he probably should go top five. Whether he does go top five is a different story. Um, like I, you know, I'm seeing mock drafts where like Luka Doncic is being like projected third overall. I'm not buying that. Um, I would take Porter Jr. over Trey Young. Um, so, I think in the five to 10 range um, would be good for Porter Jr. You know, like a team like uh, the Bulls could be a good fit. Or if uh, LeBron departs, uh, the Cavs have the eighth pick so he can maybe slide into LeBron's shoes. I like it. Um, so we'll see. I like we'll it. See, yeah. So
0: your top five that you gave me, I got to agree with it for the most part, but I'm going to just be completely honest. I haven't really watched Aiden play because I didn't watch the Pac-12 because that conference oh, is garbage. You're missing out, brother. They're a garbage conference. They didn't do shit in the tournament. And then on top of that, he got bounced in the first round. So I can't even honestly say that I have watched a game from start to finish that DeAndre Aiden has played. And then obviously I haven't watched Luka Doncic play. So these are potentially the first two
1: picks and i haven't really watched them that much so you're telling me I you say, haven't man? you haven't watched real madrid basketball you haven't seen luca Doncic? I, I haven't what are you doing with your life just, come on man I, we're dependent on fran priscilla for that drew i know that you were pulling right. that up on the stream though you're right you're right um uh, no i mean i watched some of ayton like the one game that i did watch of ayton from like start to finish ironically was the game after that sean miller got caught recorded saying that he's going to pay twenty thousand dollars for him or no i'm sorry like like, I think it was like $100,000. Mm-hmm. Um, so after hearing that, I'm like, you know what? I got to watch this guy. And he just, like, killed it. I, I think Zona lost that game. Um, they did cover the spread, however, Todd. Mm-hmm. Um, but Aiden <laughs> <laughs> put, up, put up a monster game, like like, like, like 25 and 12. Um, but I think more importantly, I think the more important aspect that you're overlooking here is Aiden played at the University of Zona. And who has the first pick, Todd? Who has the first uh, pick in the, the draft? Phoenix, Can you tell me? Phoenix has the first pick. So if you're the Phoenix Suns, you know you're you're having a hard time attracting fans. It's called sports marketing, where you draft the guy from your home state. You know the fans like him; he'll be accepted into your culture, into your team. So you kind of get to kill two birds with 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 one stone, where not only do you draft the best player, but you draft a guy from from your home state, attract some fans, attract some 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 new season ticket holders. So I think Aiton is the uh, no-brainer number one pick for the Phoenix Suns.
0: Sports marketing 101. That's what they taught at University of Florida. I'm glad you're applying that in real life. Go Gators. Go Gators. So for me, I think that Bagley is a really interesting prospect. We, me and you actually both watched this game. We met up at halftime of University of Miami versus the Blue Devils. And, oh, and yeah, Bagley, oh, yeah. I mean, he does not shoot the ball like this. I mean, I guess we couldn't really tell depending on the way that he was playing this past year. But the way that he moved – for a seven footer it's like he reminds me I mean if I'm sticking with lefties I'd say Chris Bosh but okay. I really think like just the way that he moves for a seven footer it kind of does remind me of Kevin Durant he is so smooth to be that long I just he I think is I mean he just signed a deal with Puma or whatever that means but he I think Did he really he just signed a deal with Puma but That's random. I guess they they, they said that because they, they think he's like the safest bet in the in the in the draft. But I think Bagley has some some superstar potential. I really liked what I saw of him that game, even though I don't think he played that well. Just like the way he moves, though, for a seven footer, yeah. like that. That I mean, you gotta. And then the same thing with Bomba. Like this guy's got a seven nine wingspan, and these guys oh, yeah. can shoot, they can move. So I don't know. I mean, the draft of the unicorn. Maybe this is the year of the unicorn because these are some lanky motherfuckers. I mean, these guys are. Seven nine wingspans and they, they can move, so it's an interesting draft.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm actually seeing Bamba has a seven foot ten wingspan. Damn! So don't get in his way. And averaging, he averaged three point seven blocks a game in college. So oh yeah, freak athlete.
0: So I guess the guy that everybody was talking about at the beginning of the season has kind of fallen off a little bit. Trey Young, I mean, what do we think mm. is Trey Young still? Mm. And everybody was always saying like, oh, he reminds me of the next Steph Curry. But I think if he's really going to be great, he needs to be the next Steve Nash, is what I think. So what are your thoughts on yeah, Trey
1: Young? I don't know. Right now, I think I would sell on the Trey Young hype. Just I don't know. Just like the way he shoots, he has like a very unconventional shot. I'm not just sold on like the way he shoots it, and like there is no Steph Curry. Like only Steph Curry is Steph Curry. Um, and you know, like in the tournament, Steph Curry took his team to the um, Elite Eight, whereas Trey Young was ousted in, in, in ousted in the first round. Um, I don't know. I think I'm selling on the Trey Young hype, especially, you know, if he's a top 10 pick, Mm -hmm. if he was going to be like a later round pick, you know, in the first round, then maybe he'd be worth it. But for a team like the Magic to like take him number six overall, I'm not sure he can like immediately step right in and like help his team win. Yeah. So maybe I see him more as like a role player type of guy rather than like a go-to scorer, but uh, time will tell.
0: So we'll move on from the NBA draft because what we have coming up immediately after that is the summer of LeBron. Let's go, let's go. I'm really surprised. I'm looking on Sportsbook right now. I mean, the Lakers are 1-3 to three to get him, meaning if I put, what, 50 bucks on him? If I put 50 bucks that LeBron's going to go to the Lakers, you're going to win $16? They're that confident that he's going to the Lakers? I mean, is it really all signed and sealed and delivered at this
1: point? What do you think, Drewski? I don't bet on sports, so I don't know these <laughs> I odds. I forgot. I don't know what kind of language you're speaking. But, no, let me, uh, let me actually look up the odds right now, now that you mention it. Because I am – oh, yeah, so – NBA, there's an NBA championship tab and a LeBron next season tab. Funny. Mm -hmm. Wow. Lakers minus 300. So, yeah, so that means that you're basically um, laying $300 doing $100. Yeah,
0: that's, that's a lot of confidence. I mean, so the one that sticks out to me that I think is the most interesting is actually the New York Knicks. I just. Oh, boy. I'm telling you that. You're underrating the fact that he loves David Fisdale. When they were in Miami, they were very close. When David Fisdale got fired from the Grizzlies, he was one of the first people that spoke out and said, that's not right. David Fisdale's doing a great job. He's still in the East. He'd be in the New York market. He wouldn't be expected to win next year. He'd still have probably a year where he can. I mean, I guess he's in championship mode. But realistically, if he was able to take next year and just, you know, Porzingis gets healthy, he builds with the Knicks. And then you don't think that a couple of high-end free agents are going to join the Knicks in 2019 or whatever it would be. So I I think the Knicks have a realistic shot. No one's talking about them.
1: I think you're right. Real quickly, I see... So I'm looking at the odds. Does not play a regular season game plus 7,500. That I don't get. That will never happen. So why don't me and you both put like $1,000 on it? <laughs> $1,000 to win 75000 And we'll hire a hitman for like $30,000, like take out his knees, and then we'll win. <laughs>
0: Does that, is uh, that what that means? Does not play a regular season game if he, if he tears
1: his ACL, the offseason, we win it? Is that what that is? Yeah. All we got to do is just hire like a, like a Tanya Harding type type of guy to go. just take him out. There we go. No, I'm kidding. He's a machine, so that wouldn't work. Um. I mean, there's some interesting possibilities, interesting landing spots. I mean, just, like, logically thinking, I mean, you would want to stay in the uh, 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 Eastern Conference, right? Like, like, that would make the most sense to me, at least, because it's obviously the weaker of the two conferences. You know, you don't have to go through a gauntlet to get to the finals. You don't have to go through the Houston's and the, and the Oklahoma Cities and, and the Golden State's. Mm-hmm. You have to get through, you know, Milwaukee, Miami, and you know, Boston. Yeah, Boston Boston's going to be good. So, I mean, it makes it makes sense for him to stay there, right? So, the Knicks, yeah, the Knicks are probably a long shot cuz like there's just no pieces like around the Knicks, but you're right. I mean, at this point it feels like LeBron should go to a big market like New York, like Miami, like Chicago, like Philly, like Los Angeles according to the sports book. Um, but, I mean, if I was LeBron, I would want to stay in the Eastern Conference because it's, it's just less grueling, right? Like, even, like, regular season games. Because, like, in the West, you're playing the Minnesotas of the world, and, like, those are still hard games to play. Mm-hmm. Whereas in the East, you're playing the Charlottes of the world. Yep. Um, so, I mean, it would make sense for him. I think, the, I think the most logical spot should be Philadelphia. That's what
0: I was thinking. So, I was just shocked that it's 300 to win 100, and Philadelphia is 100, and you win 800.
1: That That is That is me. surprising. That is surprising. I mean, I guess they want to form a super team with like Kawhi in Los Angeles. Like, is that what kind of like the odds are telling us? Is like that what you're thinking? Maybe he he, he teams up with Kawhi and Paul George, and they I don't know reestablish I'm, the Lakers dynasty. I'm glad that you brought up Kawhi because I wanted a whole rant about this yesterday.
0: Just because Kawhi Leonard is asking for a trade. Doesn't mean that they're going to trade him, all right? The Spurs management yeah. is not the Cavs management, all right? They're not just going to give him away. Who gives a shit if he wants to go to the Lakers? He's not a free agent, all right? So I don't really get yeah. that. And why would the Lakers give up their future if Kawhi is going to sign with them in a year anyways? So I just don't really what? understand. And he's got the Kawad injury. See what I did there, Drew? So I, <laughs> <Kawhan>. <laughs> You got to okay, worry like about it. the
1: quad. So what? Thumbs up. Thumbs up by I me. Mean. What, is, what is going on? I don't see that Wait, so, happening either. So Kawhi's a free agent next summer? He's a free agent next summer. He's got
0: one year left on his deal. So it's like, why are you going to give up Lonzo Ball and Kyle Kuzma and Brandon
1: Ingram to get Kawhi Leonard when he's going to join the team next year anyways? I mean, I guess they're thinking, like the Lakers' thinking would be that, you know, you can trade for Kawhi this summer in hopes to sign LeBron also this summer. You know, maybe that's the first domino to fall, where first Kawhi requests a trade to the Lakers – and then he gets traded to the Lakers, and then that opens the door for LeBron to go to the Lakers. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's weird. Who knows, man? I mean, it's 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 funny because you know the uh, basketball. It's it's so predictable during the season. Like you know who's going to win. Mm-hmm. You know what the finals are going to be. But the off season, that's where the real excitement happens. I like it. It's so um, true,
0: man. Yeah. It's so true.
1: So it's exciting to see. So it's exciting to see. I really see like a situation
0: happening kind of like what happened with Paul George last year because, I mean, nobody thought that the Thunder were going to get Paul George, right? The Thunder just decided, hey, we're going to make a stupid offer and give up our future for one year of Paul George. And now, look, Victor Oladipo is going to be a superstar. Sabonis is a good player. So I really think Kawhi's are going to go to a team that nobody expects because – Someone's just going to make a dumb offer for one year of Kawhi Leonard. It's going to be some random team that nobody's even thinking about because they're just going to say, you know what? Fuck it. Here's, here's two of our good players in our first round pick. Give us Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. That's what I think is going to end up happening.
1: I mean, I think the Spurs will ultimately make like a shrewd decision. Like, like the Spurs are in a type of um, um, organization to like, you know, not think, not think things through. Don't forget. They traded for Kawhi Leonard draft night, 2011 and gave up George Hill, so they got a pretty good deal for him. So, whatever happens with K- Kawhi, I trust that the Spurs know what they're doing. You know, they're 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 a very well-run team. Um, so we'll see what happens. I mean, what would what would the Lakers possibly give up for Kawhi? It sounds, like a Kuzma? It sounds like
0: they're gonna have to give up a Kuzma or a Brandon Ingram or or both. It's like it's not it's not gonna be cheap. That's for sure. It's definitely gonna affect. No.
1: I mean it's definitely gonna be a couple of their really young good players. So would Lonzo Ball be part of the LeBron and Kawhi super team in Los Angeles? That'd be, I don't know. There's there's nuts.
0: something on Bleacher Report this morning saying that if LeBron gets traded to the Cavs, like if it's a sign and trade, which I don't see why that would happen. I don't see why LeBron,
1: if LeBron gets traded to the Lakers. You mean. Yeah. LeBron gets traded to the Lakers yeah. that
0: Lonzo Ball's involved in the deal, which doesn't make any sense to me because why, why is he going to do a sign and trade? Wouldn't he want to play with Lonzo Ball? So that, I don't really get that. I saw that this yeah. morning. I, didn't really
1: I get don't that. know. Like maybe, maybe not necessarily. Like I don't, I don't follow like Lavar Ball, and like he's opening his mouth. So, like I don't know mm-hmm. what the relationship bet- like what the relationship is between the balls mm-hmm. and and LeBron. So maybe LeBron doesn't want to play with
0: Lonzo, um,
1: Lonzo, because it could be like a clash of styles. Who knows?
0: Yeah, it could be. Um, it could be.
1: But it's interesting. It'll be it'll be interesting to see how it how it um how it unfolds.
0: This is true. Well, Drewski, we're around that fifteen minute mark. I don't know if you got anything else. I mean, I guess the one last question, I mean, you kind of answered it because I, I already, my one earlier was going to be someone no one is talking about, and, and you put Kevin Knox right up there, and I think no one's talking about him. Is there another player you think that nobody's talking about that's like kind of the Donovan Mitchell of this year?
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm uh, glad you asked that. I'm glad you asked that. Uh, there's a couple guys uh, Zaire Smith from Texas Tech, uh, freakish athlete, uh, 6'10 wingspan. Uh, played the three and the four in college. He can he, he can also dribble the ball, um, kind of like a late lo- late like a late lottery pick. You know, mid mid first round pick. Um, Kyrie Thomas, guard from Creighton, like him. Uh, he shot well from three. He can defend. He could be a good fit for a team like uh, a team like the uh, Timberwolves, who like you know are kind of on the cusp of, of, of like doing some damage. Um, so I'd say Kyrie Thomas and uh, Zaire Smith, some like mid to late first round picks. I love it. Um, I love it. But we'll see, man. Like the NBA draft is always a good time. You know, people get traded and stuff. Um, and there's a drinking game involving. Uh, I'm not sure if you knew about this, but with uh, Jay Billis loves to say wingspan. Interesting. That's like Jay Billis' thing. <laughs> Every- like a six foot ten wingspan. <laughs> so now the internet created a game. Every time Jay B- Jay Billis says like motor or wingspan, you have to take a shot.
0: Oh God.
1: And, in fact, Jay Billis caught on to the game. So I was watching the draft last year, and like Jay Billis would like purposely say, "Wingspan, okay, guys, take a shot." So like Jay Billis caught on to the joke. That's funny. So uh, just something for the uh, hoops junkies to uh, keep an ear out for oh. on uh, Thursday. I
0: like it. It sounds like people are gonna be getting drunk on Thursday. It's a great time. Hell yeah,
1: Todd. Hell yeah, Todd. Hell yes. Hell, Hell yes. yes. NBA season never ends. That's the beauty of it, you know? Like the NBA season it never ends. It doesn't. I it went never to, ends. I went
0: to the Summer League actually last year and it was so much fun. It's like it's like a high school environment. You're I was getting yeah. I was getting chicken fingers and standing next to me was Jordan Bell just in line getting food. I mean, it is like it's like a oh, conference. Wow. It's like a Yeah, yeah, you should, yeah. You should check it out one time. It was really cool. You went in Vegas? I went to in... I went to Vegas. It was like the the Tom, oh, okay. Thomas and Mack Center, what, what's really cool yep. is within the Thomas and Mack Center, they actually have a practice gym so there's two courts. In the arena, and the second court is really kind of like it's a high school gym. So I was Uh basically sitting courtside watching the Raptors, and it was Fred Van Vliet and Jacob Pold at Utah Center. They were like the best players. But I mean, those guys made, they they had an impact this year. So it's really cool. I basically just got Zach courtside and watched that game. And like walking by me is like Roy Williams because he was there to check out his guy like Kennedy Meeks who had just graduated. So like everybody's there. It's a good time, man. Living your best life, living your best life for sure. You know, I was. Now I gotta. Now I gotta get down on this work grind. But you know, yeah, I still try. I still
1: I try. love That. Yo, let's uh, head out to Vegas in a month or so. Maybe we'll do a live <laughs> pod from uh, Courtside from the Thomas and Mack Center. I think I'd
0: be down. I think I think we need to do that. We'll 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 get on that, brother. We'll get on that. I love it. I love it. I love it. Oh, all right, Mr. Barone. It was a pleasure, as always. Always coming with good the Good stuff, man. Listen. Yeah, of course.
1: <laughs> once, once, You never know at the free agency. I might call you tomorrow after Kawhi Leonard gets traded. That, you never know what's going to happen. We could do a, a, a podcast on the spot. You know, LeBron gets traded. Kawhi gets traded. You have my number. We'll do a <laughs> podcast on the spot to uh, break it down and talk about it.
0: I do have your number, Drew. It was a pleasure, as always. I'll send you the link shortly. Always a pleasure. Have a good rest of your Sunday, Todd.